This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Casey Schaefer, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, AJ Brainswordson, Bob Cece, Mikto Rabentau, Faris Gentoru, Sapa Chakwatol, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Winebow Brood, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Face on Masher, Elenriel Maximus, Code Red No, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Suno Shikano, Celesto Nuatrel, Lazy Boy, and a Bag of Dragonite. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Heidelin, episode 245. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston and Rollo Des. It is Whoa. May 8th, uh, sorry, it's May 8th, uh, 2021. Happy Liberation Day in most of Europe. Uh, I think it's also VE Day for some parts, which is Victory in Europe Day. Uh, uh, that's all I know about today. That's today's fun fact. Um, uh, today, uh, main topics. Uh, there are a, there's a multiple interviews out there right now. Uh, we're, uh, there, there's probably more to come. It feels like it's an avalanche that is currently ongoing. But there are interviews with Yoshi P coming out um, uh, all over the place. Today we'll be discussing an interview done by Frosty. Uh, with Yoshi P. Uh, we will also look through some of the, uh, well, all of the dev messages left on the FanFest website because, believe it or not, FanFest is a week away. Uh, which is... I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I, don't, I can't believe we're here already. We mm. um, know everything. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Um, uh, we'll also... Um, hopefully be reading some mug mail today uh maybe one or two um we'll see stay tuned for the post show we'll be reading questions uh from the syndicate um uh as usual so make sure you catch that as well uh okay so channel updates because it is may and possibly the worst uh, most stressful uh, month uh this year uh, there are multiple delays uh, to channel content. All of it should be out in May, but uh, it is has been shifted uh, a little. Uh, Core, as you know, <laughs> was delayed from its uh, April thirty first uh, release or thirtieth. I don't know how many days there are in the end of uh, April, um, and it's still ongoing. Uh, but it should be out very soon. Um, uh, that unfortunately also means that Ceruleum Reactor has been delayed. Um, and anything else, really, that's supposed to come out. Nothing else will... It's like a, it's like a plug. Core is a plug <laughs> that has been put into the content hole. And the only... 
Mm, you fell in that hole. The only way to get all the other content out is to pull out the core plug so that everything else can... Uh, that's all. Uh, let's jump into... Uh, is it? No, it is not. Sorry. <laughs> Two, important oh, no. <laughs> Two important things. Two important things. We are covering FanFest. Um, like I mentioned earlier, FanFest is happening. Uh, I should have had fancy graphics. We don't have that, the plug. Uh, so um, <laughs> there will be... A, uh, we'll post a graphic um, um, probably on the Discord. Uh, very mm -hmm. soon, with with all the times listed, and on our website, Do you I think guess. Yeah, and possibly in the description of this video. Yes, yes, it'll probably link to the website. Probably there'll there'll be a link in the description. Uh, Eurovision is also coming up, uh, and uh, we um, start on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, on the eleventh. Uh, here is uh, what. The here are the times. So uh, we start the the pre-show on Tuesday the 11th starts at 8 p.m. Central European, 7 p.m. Uh, BST, 2 p.m. EDT. That is 8 p.m. Central European, 7 p.m. BST, 2 p.m. EDT. Make sure you catch that. Okay, that's that. And it's time for recent events. All right. Uh, in recent events, um, Butterfinger. If anyone says Butterfinger yeah. again, I'm going to kill them. Uh, there's Butterfinger memes everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. The Butterfinger um, uh, collab. Um, <laughs> collab. For a lot. It really is a collab at this point. Yeah. But it, it is um, a campaign. Um, it's still ongoing. There's been a lot of Butterfinger memes. I've seen them all. I, I've seen them all. I've seen They're, them all. The stores are just empty. It's You just go into a grocery store. You go into the butter, like to the candy, candy aisle, and you look where the Butterfingers were. Yeah. Just an empty hole. It's like, damn. They really, the fucking Final Fantasy people really cleared out the Butterfingers in this like Harris Teeter. Like, what happened? I think it's funny. We have so much power. <laughs> I think it's funny that a lot of people are now discovering that their colleagues play 14 because they suddenly have like lots of Butterfinger at work. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I have, I don't want these many, but I like them, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, here, have these two fucking fun size bags because I'm not going to eat this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Apparently, um, there was an update from uh, the account that there are now more mount codes coming uh, for Butterfinger. Does that mean they ran out? No, they didn't run out yet, but they were. They said there was a limited number, so assumedly they're getting ahead of the game and making sure they get more codes before they do run out. Uh, right, that's right. good. Start a new uh, service for you guys. You give me $5 and I buy you Butterfingers. Mm, there you go. Mm. Official speakers Butterfingers. Service. Yeah, love that. Um, yeah, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. What? It's more like you give me $5, I get Butterfingers, you get a code. I don't have Butterfingers. I'll do, <laughs> I'll, I don't know, I'll feed it to someone, but you get what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Butterfinger probably this is a good idea 
uh, for Butterfinger, I think <laughs> their, their sales it's, it's probably an easy exploded. promotion too. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's like thankfully, at least so far. I don't yeah. know. If there's gonna be like a Butterfinger shortage or something. Like, <laughs> oh no, <next> week. <laughs> the great like Butterfinger that. shortage of 2021. It's gonna I be like that. Think... Bit, um, Szechuan sauce McDonald's thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where people are like we're fighting over. Yeah, it. yeah. I still uh, think it's very strange and archaic that you have to upload a picture of a receipt to get the yeah. card. Yeah, it's weird that they don't have like a code on the back or something, but okay, well, mm. or inside it would be. And it wouldn't be on the back of the, it would have to be inside because otherwise people would just go to stores, yeah. take pictures of Butterfinger codes and then run <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we did learn that those codes were region free, so yeah. if that? you Europeans don't want to deal with it, just find an American friend. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. This is your chance before you find out what kind of well, terrible and cursed do it, method do it now of obtaining the before Square Enix notices and puts region lock on them. Yeah, so do it I now. Think they, they didn't well, we just mentioned it on the podcast, so maybe they're like, "Oh, uh, we oversight. fucked it up." Yeah, we fucked Ro- it up. Hey, oh, if no. that's the case, blame Rollo. <laughs> uh, that's Rollo's fault. I think they're gonna do that. Well, we'll see. They've done weird, weirder things. Uh, all right, uh, let's jump into uh, the next part. Uh, there's more information on FanFest stuff. <laughs> There's a messages from the devs, uh, messages from the team section now on the um, FanFest website. Uh, and it has um, it has some messages and some cute drawings of beavers on the uh, mm-hmm. on it. Um, there's some interesting things being said in here. Well, especially here in uh, from Ishikawa's uh, greeting. Uh, so I guess we'll just open uh, with that. Um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> I well I think well we'll get to it. I just you can already see Chris uh, Koji Fox's drawing is pretty epic, but we'll get to it. All right, here's uh, Ishikawa's um, greeting um, or message. Um, main job in spirit. Uh, Ishikawa, of course, main scenario writer. Um, as an adventurer myself, I'd be a bard. Okay. Okay, that's okay. That's cool. Uh, I want a, a favorite NPC. I want to answer everyone, but I'll be told that's not what we meant. If I went out of my way to pick characters that haven't been fully revealed yet, I'd say Fan Daniel and his question mark question mm-hmm. mark question mark. Oh. Hmm. And his. Uh, his. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, what do you think it means? <laughs> <laughs> Umbral's right. Yes. Thank you. No. Oh, thank you, Umbral. <laughs> thank you. You said what I was thinking. I was hoping someone would say it. Um, his butterfinger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. It, it feels like it's. Uh, it must be a... a is it a... Hmm. I don't know what it is. His... Yep, yep. Alter ego. I don't. Know. <laughs> hmm. I do I have is, no idea. But it's intriguing that he sort of he comes. He's like Fan Daniel and something else. Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Uh, message to adventurers uh, to the person at the 2016 fa- uh, fan festival who asked about Estinian's surname. We wrapped up the details regarding that in 6.0. So please take a look. Aside from topics we can't implement, I think we, I've finally answered all the inquiries I received at previous fan festivals. So with that burden off my shoulders, I'd also like to enjoy the digital fan festival. 
yes, with that burden off my shoulders, I'm not done writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we knew Estonian's last name, but I guess Wormblood is just a title, which yeah, makes sense. That's true. Yeah. Mm. So that's uh... it's true. It's very true. Now that was his title before he had it in. He had Wormblood inside himself. Mm, true. Uh, okay. Uh, next is from Saki. Uh, oh God, Takianagi, uh, quest designer. Mm. That's a cute. It's a. It's a beaver and um. My favorite uh, mod Paisa. in forty. Paisa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Uh. Yeah. Um. Quest designer. Main job in spirit warrior. As I aim to live each day like a powerful one. My main job in fourteen is white mage. <laughs> okay. Ah, I see. Yeah. Well, it says main job in spirit, so I guess. Uh. Favorite NPC. It's hard to pick one since I have memories of every character, but one that I have especially fond memory memories of is Alpha. They saved us numerous times during the story, and its adorableness heals my heart. Not to mention, they really helped me out when I appeared during the live, the letter live. Thank you, Alpha. <clears throat> Alpha. Hmm, interesting. I don't Some know if I real mystery dungeon fans. Yeah. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, message to adventurers: Thank you for playing Final Fantasy XIV. I'd like to continue to wholeheartedly work on bringing you all new adventures. As a warrior of light myself, I'll be enjoying today's events too. So nice to meet you. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Next is Yoskimogi, which is the lead character concept artist. Which I is that the we that was an interview we read last week, right, with this person. I think that was, or was no it i don't think so oh they were not the no, lead I, they were just a character concept artist i guess this is their boss i would assume. I believe yusuke mogi was the one that was with ishikawa when she did her interviews when she was at panels in america last year or the year before oh, that yeah. actually right okay i don't remember unfortunately i can't remember the name of the person we the one we read last week um yeah so yusuke mogi there's a cute that's a cool uh a little beef. Yeah, they really just pick like one minion or monster every expansion to just obsess over. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, main job in spirit: white mage, black mage, red mage. Um, current. Okay. Um, favorite NPC: Astinian. I like how he's a man of war and an anti-hero, though he's softened up some. Uh, message to adventurers. Congratulations on another fan festival. This year's fan festival is a little different from usual, but there's plenty of details and surprises for you all. While it's unfortunate that I couldn't see you all in person, we may not yet uh, we may not have this event format again, and I think it'll be a fan festival for us to remember. So please enjoy it to its fullest. Okay. Next beaver. Next beaver. Oh. <laughs> That's cute. That is cute. Yeah. Um... This is uh, Shinya Ichi Ichi Ichida, uh, yes. our team lead. Uh, main job in spirit, samurai. I'm using a bamboo sword, or so I'm told. What? Uh, <laughs> what? That is not getting... What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, An inside joke? Oh, is, oh, yeah, it must be. Uh, favorite NPC? I guess it'd be Thancred. The way he clumsily interacts with Vinphilia and Reen is charming. On the other hand, I can't really trust a guy who can pat ladies on the head so easily. Who are you, Yokotaro? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, message to adventurers. What do you think of the new Sage job we announced during the announcement showcase? Their weapon design is brand new to the Final Fantasy series. As a developer, I enjoy the trial and error we're going through to create the new job's actions. The other new job, which will probably be announced during the fan festival, is really cool in its own unique way, so please look forward to it. I'll continue to work on 6.0 full throttle. Probably be announced. <clears throat> it might not Definitely. be. Definitely. What if it wasn't? <laughs> Infuriating. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I like this little Masato Shida, background uh, artist. Yeah, that's a cute one. Holding a little flower. Um, background artist. So, main job in spirit. Yoshida gave me the nickname Shid Shida Magic during the development panel on environment design. So I guess that makes me a conjurer. That said, my cast times are pretty long. <laughs> okay. Funny. Shida Magic. <laughs> uh, favorite NPC. Matoya and General Ranjit of Yulmore. They're full of wisdom. Interesting. <laughs> They're full of wisdom, and I admire them for being so energetic, even at their old age. Wait a minute. Maybe Asumiyan of the Conjurer's Guild is even older? Pretty I sure. I guarantee you he so, is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would never expected Ranjit to be a developer favorite. No. You know no, what? There's no. got to be someone out there. Yeah. You know what? I think Ranjit is more likely to be a developer favorite. Because mm. I think they're more likely to make characters that they find interesting. It's just a matter of how well they resonate with the audience. Okay. Okay. I respect uh, it. Message to adventurers. Viewing comments and screenshots on social media are a motivator for me. It makes me especially happy when I see your beautiful landscape screenshots. I can't help but express my happiness and quietly thank you in my mind while staring at my monitor. I'd like to take this opportunity to actually voice my appreciation. Thank you very much. I'm very glad we were able to have the fan festival again this year. Let's all enjoy this special festival and please look forward to Endwalker coming this fall. Now for the uh, best beaver of the bunch. <laughs> Koji Fox, giant beaver. That's just Koji Fox has beaver. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, it is, a, it's beautiful. Uh, I love it's a human I hate, nose. I hate these answers too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I he like is. The second Ko Koji, he is. <laughs> Okay, main job in spirit, Beastmaster Warrior. <laughs> cool. Favorite NPC, Hunberked Longshaft, which... Longhaft. Longhaft, sorry. Yes. I, I want it to be Longshaft. I know you want to say Shaft. Longshaft. I mean, come on. Uh, hung, That's the joke. Hunberked Longhaft. Um, <laughs> I believe this... Hey, NPC... <laughs> Isn't that he's a fade NPC? Yes, yeah. and he appears yeah. in. He has one um, uh, post movable quest as well. He oh, does he? I don't know. Hun <laughs> Hunberg is legitimately his favorite NPC, though. There, I I, va I have vague memories of uh, him yes, talking about it. On that's the true. Chat. There is forums. a the 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 post movable quest featuring him is called Stroking the Half. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Koji Fox has talked about him many times before. It is legitimately. Mm -hmm. it, this is not a, a meme. This is his favorite NPC in the well, game. It is, it is a meme. But I mean, it's it is a meme, true. but it's it's not. He's not memeing uh, about it like, oh, my favorite NPC because it's a funny name. No, this is it. This is Koji Fox's favorite NPC. Canon. Yeah, canon. Where, where's the fan art? I want to <laughs> see him like right up there with like Graha, Emmett. Yeah. Long. I mean, Hungbert. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Message to adventurers from Koji Fox. To think that a mere eight years ago, the Warriors of Light were bound to the confines of Eorzea, yet today they make for the stars. And here I am, stuck in my basement behind a second-hand office desk with a strange stain on it that won't come off no matter how hard I scrub. I want to go to the moon too. Why can't I go to the moon? Oh, wait. I can. See you all there. Mm. There you go. Stain. I think you... Get some pine saw. I don't know. That's a little nasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Toshio Maruchi, um, Foxclan, um, global community producer. Um, again, cute beaver. Um, main job in spirit. I'm a white mage through and through, but my heart's wavering towards sage. I think all healers' hearts are wavering towards sage because it's the first oh. time we've got a new healer class. Since that I mean, was yeah, in six years, it's been six years. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, favorite NPC, I am forever loyal to Kane Senna, of course, as a white <laughs> mage. Um, message to adventurers after overcoming various obstacles and transforming into a digital event, the fan festival is back after two years. I'm just glad that we can still hold this event. Let's all celebrate during these two days, okay, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hilton, uh, this looks like, I mean, I, it's funny because uh, if you didn't know the context, kind of looks like a butt, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> like an ass with fangs? Yeah, ass with fangs, <laughs> a living the thing ass. thing that I talk about during streams that I'm not going to mention here because this is a podcast and it's going live on YouTube. That, mm, that's true. I mean, it's like a fanged ass and not a teeth ass, but yeah. Main job yeah, in well, spirit. You said it. <laughs> Matt Hilton, director of community for North America. <clears throat> uh, main job in spirit. White mage, blood for the blood lily. Uh, favorite NPC, Yostola, because she's great at being calm, cool, and collected, or full of snark and attitude as the situation dictates. Uh, message to adventurers. This fan festival is quite unique this time, but everyone has worked hard to create a fun show for warriors of light around the world to experience. We hope you enjoy yourselves. Okay, we will. Oh, I thought for a second that this beaver was standing on a skateboard and like doing a uh, kickflip. I thought but... that's it. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Alfino real. Um, cactuars, cactuars will rule over the worlds someday. Okay, uh, this is Matthew Nod, which is community representative for France, Francais. Um, main job in spirit. Take a guess. You're all sacrifices for my blood. White, white mage is really. What is okay? The white mage, yeah, uh, rep is real. Yeah, uh, you're all sacrifices for my blood lilies. It's white mage, of course. Favorite NPC, probably an odd choice, but the first one that comes to mind is Pippin. He's oh, oh yeah, Pippin is good. He's always doing his best to, to be supportive and to prove his worth. I just want to give him a hug. Uh, message to adventurers: Hello, 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 and thank you, yes, you for playing. Organizing a fan festival would have been pointless if it wasn't for all you wonderful warriors of light. So I hope you'll enjoy it. I am almost I was almost expecting someone to have that um free trial meme as their message to adventurers. I think <laughs> oh, I, would, yeah. I would do that. Don't worry. They they can there's gonna be additional messages throughout the week. There's still a chance. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Natasha Cheng, community representative for UK and PAL regions. Uh I love that we use PAL. Oh whoopsie Daisy. I love that we <laughs> use PAL as uh just I mean it's yeah, interesting. 
uh, main job in spirit, astrologian. Oh, sorry, the drawing. It's a uh, it's a beaver chasing a butterfly. Well, Pal used to be a, a television standard. It did, and now it's just become a thing that we use for the Pal regions region. that use that yeah. that used that standard. Essentially, <laughs> Europe and Australia is yes. essentially the Pal regions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, main job in spirit, astrologian. Stars are awesome, and I like to throw cards at people. We did it, astrologian rep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite NPC, Nanamo Ulnamo, because she's both adorable and selfless. Um, and message to adventurers, Lolly Ho, fourteen family. Thank you all so much for your support over the years. Let's have a wonderful fan festival together. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> um. There you go. Don't reference things that people don't understand. I can do that. We don't have to say anything. It's just, it's just between us and our little club. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's um, that's that. Um, that's the messages from the team. Released so far. Yeah. There will be more coming uh, over time. So make sure you check in there. Uh, we will probably... I don't know if we'll go back and read uh, any of that. Because it's about to get... Well, I mean, FanFest is coming before the next episode. The next so we won't. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of Fan Festival, uh, they mentioned also that there was going to be some digital uh, events happening uh, during um, FanFest as well. We've already um, talked about the estates of the realm. Uh, now, here is uh, Moogle Treasure Festival 2021, which uh, will start on May 14th. Uh, at 1 a.m. PDT and last until June 14th at 7.59 uh, a.m. PDT. And here is um, the website. Um, it's um, it's what you'd expect, but there is some new stuff uh, in here. And to commemorate this year's Fan Festival, we're holding a very special Moogle Treasure Trove event with a number of extravagant prizes, with significantly increased irregular tombstone rewards for completing objectives. You won't want to miss out on this limited-time event. So, uh, we all know how it works. We all know the time. You all know oh, this. But, you, well, we don't know. There's a new icon for the thing, for the things. Um, and uh, there you go. Now, what's worth noting is that tombstone yields have been increased in this event um and that's odd because they i thought okay they've increased i don't i don't even know what i thought i thought maybe they've increased the prices of the items uh they haven't like the prices no. are the same so um you'll get them faster than i guess it's because it's a very limited time event it's just a it's month. actually longer really it's longer than a regular mo mo well, uh, I, I would assume event. I would assume it's because they kind of want you to do this like during fan fest, so that you can technically get whatever you want in like two days, maybe. Uh, yeah, I assume that's the case. But they did; they chose to make the event a month long. Yeah, that's true. Which, yeah, um, right. So, um, Lab Labyrinth of the Ancients gives you six. All of the uh, alliance raids, except for Mark, which gives ten. Dunscathe um, giving fourteen. Oh, sorry, Voidark giving eight. Yeah, so the Void... Okay, hold on. So Crystal Tower <laughs> gives six. Voidark, yes. eight. Weeping City, ten. Dunscathe, 14. 
Rabanaster 10, read Run a Lighthouse 12, Orbon Monastery 14, and then Copied Factory, Puppets Bunker, and the Tower of Paradigms at Paradigms Breach all give 10. So they don't care. So hmm, that is interesting, isn't it? It is the first time that any Shadowbringers content is giving Moogle times. Yes, yes. Uh, then there's this is the weird one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Alex fist, cuff, arm, and burden of the father give two tomed stones. Delta escape V one through four gives two, and Eden's gate, all four, gives three. Uh, okay. Are you the first year? Yeah. Of all three raid series. Yeah. Uh, in trials, this sounds also weird, actually. <laughs> Minstrel's yeah. Ballad, Nidhogg's Rage, eight, and Minstrel's Ballad, Hades' Elegy is ten. So, that's... why these two? I don't know. Well, why not Shinryu? Just... <laughs> but but I, think uh... I might just queue into Hades just to get some quick tomes now. But this is the best part. This is extreme, Rollo. Oh, it's is... extreme. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Castrum Mer Merid Meridianum. 14. Praetorium, 20. Mm -hmm. 20. So you can you can suffer through Praetorium again and get 20 tombstones each run. Um, um, and then... Considering how much more I need for stupid uh, Mark slash um, uh, Ivalice part of the relic. I'm probably going to get plenty from there as well. Yeah. And Frontline and... Is that Hidden Gorgeous? Um, That's Rival that Wings. Other, rival Wings. Yeah, rival Wings. Uh, six or ten. So six if you lose, ten if you win. Now, uh, everything else is the same, but here, the, there's a new item. The Great Serpent uh, of Ringa. It's cute. It's a, it's, it's a good name. It's a, oh, of Ringa. It, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know <laughs> that is the Great Serpent of Ronka as a ring. Um, very cute. Um, can be yours for 100 tombstones. Worth. Yeah, only, it's for only five prey runs, and you have the ring. Yeah. Uh, I get this. Yeah. The re oh, there's also the, the head from um, Avere's head from um, mm -hmm. Palace of the Dead. Palace of the Dead. Um. I think, you know, we can't go through all of this. Oh, hey, look at that. It's the Scarf of Wondrous Wit. <laughs> yeah, I know, for one time. I think I went through all of it, but I think we should point out that you can get the Sweat and the the Shiver emotes from this event. The old Eureka emotes, I think, right? Oh, yeah, 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 the Eureka emotes, yeah. Oh, they, were... they know that the Shiver emote is the more valuable one. They made it 80 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they got the whole hairstyles, too. Yeah. Heaven and High ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this, this is good. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people who don't have a lot of this stuff. And it's not just old extreme mounts. So, And then there's a bunch of contest design, uh, publicly contest designed stuff at the bottom, both uh, housing stuff and gear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, the fucking... <laughs> the lost Alligan gear offending. Yeah. And the Scalic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? I will say... Don't spend your Moogle tomes on lost Allegan gear. It's <laughs> much cheaper to buy it with Poetics at this point. Yes. I'll go to your house and give you a slap if you do that. I promise. <laughs> the, we'll slap. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to bother discuss talking about, you know, giving away Eureka stuff now. 
it is whatever. I gave What's up. Do, do you I, have those emotes no, anyway? I don't. Yeah, so fuck that. Everyone get it. Yeah, I just I. F- the pain that people went through to get that emote has been mm. nullified now. And you know what feels good, Lukiel? Yeah, I don't because have to people like pain. you. Because like, I don't have to go. Just th- sat I, on his ass <laughs> and just bitched about it for like months. Now I get take, it for nothing. I take pleasure in knowing other people suffered to get it, and I can just fumble my way through it to get it now. I'm fucking victorious. Yeah, I think th- I think that's the one thing that upsets me is Rollo. Is <laughs> <laughs> primarily Rollo. Uh, no, no one's going back there to get that fucking emote. No. That's true. Yeah. People, Ooh, did, pe- people, you going there, people, people have been doing no. that. Don't. Uh, no, I'm not speaking for myself, Rollo. I'm speaking okay. for the crazy people that will go in there, do bunny fights, and hope that they get the shiver emote in Pegos. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to. So everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the people that were making like a million gil per uh, emote they sold on the market board. Yeah. You'll find it's something else to make gil on. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I gave up on this when they did the whole uh, uh, Mandreville earrings bullshit. Uh, all right. Uh, so the, the white raven earrings. Oh yeah, the white raven. No, the, yeah, the white raven earrings. <laughs> That's so funny. The white wasn't the white. How was the, how did this go again? They they made the white raven earrings, the actual white raven earrings, right? Uh-huh. And then when there was backlash, they were like, hmm, maybe we should in the next one we'll make them replica ones, right? And so they mm-hmm. gave us replica Manderville earrings. <laughs> but they no, still given... Wasn't the, that how it the went? The Manderville and the White Raven were at the same event. Oh, they were, and they the, were the real event. ones. And then the replicas were the ones that were put on the Mog station. Oh, that's how it went. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so fucked I, up. I, I think I remember I used to have, like, almost for a year and a half, I had the White Ravens glammed on. Yeah. Just to spray people because yeah. it was so fucking funny. Yeah. God, now that was a piss in the face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. Um, last um, point to mention is that um, this is also related to FanFest. The recipes, I'm not going to show oh, Fuck, I'm going to show it on screen, aren't I? Well, we're going to show it. <laughs> uh, the uh, Eorcia uh, Cafe at Cafe. Home thing has been released. It's a recipe. It's recipes for things uh, to make at home. Um, and <laughs> I guess it's no longer a joke that I'm going to make <laughs> a cooking segment during the show. Um yeah. So I'm going to be making one of these things uh, or two probably cuz there's you need a okay well, well uh, can you we'll, make can you make our bear's drink but like I was like I was going drink? to but the the um the ingredients, the ingredients are too are weird. wild. I, I, what are they? Well we'll get to it. Um oh, here's okay. Gi- oh, okay. here's giant beaver <laughs> giant beaver croquettes. Um that's All cute. Right. The thing is, a lot of this is very difficult for, let's say, a Nordic to make because a lot of this is hard to get. It's very Japanese ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> like Japanese wheat gluten. Like, where do I get that? Uh, can substitute? 
No, no, that's just a garnish. You can substitute with any cute garnish. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's the that's the little colorful orbs you see there. Oh, I see. Miso, right. miso paste. Okay, I, I think I'm thinking. I'm okay, right. okay. I'm, sh I'm sure you can get miso paste. Ham and cheese. I can get that. Mm. I can get that. This would probably be the easiest one to make at all, though. No, no, no. Like... The easiest one. No, no, no. It's not. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it even says. <laughs> It even has the culinarian recipe level here, uh, which is funny. Um, okay, this one. Amorized, fucking disgusting. I know, which is why yeah, I think I'm going to make it, Rollo. Uh, yeah, I was waiting to get to this because I knew you'd hate it. Yeah. Uh, I, stop with the ketchup. I ice. agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. The, the, the ketchup is gross. Uh, um, so This ketchup looks gross. I agree. It looks yeah. very chunky. Yeah. Tombury army rice, which is... Omelet rice uh, with ketchup on it and a slab of butter on top, which I just I, uh, mm. that I cannot. It's a there's a it's like a medallion of butter. I think that's the official is like cooking terminology for it. Is Japanese ketchup different, like mayonnaise is or something? No, not in, no. not in well, my experience. It's just there's usually like slight variations in like how it's made, but that's very different, like for every part of the world. But it's it's ketchup, Rollo. I yeah, don't think you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's probably just Heinz ketchup right on there, Rollo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moogle honey toast. Yeah, uh, this is cute. It's cute, but there's a lot in this one. This looks complicated to make. Yeah, yeah. It's half a loaf of white bread. Uh, tortilla. The recipe recipe uses a bat shaped cookie cutter to cut the tortilla. Like I'm not gonna bother with that. That's fucked up. You have uh, to. Come on. Yeah, they did the turn the fucking tortilla. He's not making this one, Rollo. No, I'm not making this one. This yeah. is too much. It's got honey and butter oil and French parsley, fried pasta. He needs, he needs to get an orchid flower. Yeah. Can yeah. you eat that? Is that edible? It's not for eating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate when they put, yeah, I agree, Rollo. When people put like <laughs> things you can't eat on food, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's one thing to garnish. It's nothing to put a fucking flyer you can't even eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is it hollowed out, or are you actually supposed to eat half a loaf of bread? No, I think it's, you, ho it's hollowed out. Yeah, you it? hollow it out, right? Make four incisions in the bread. Oh, no. See, that's just as incisions. It doesn't say hollowed out. That's why I'm confused oh. and scared. I've always seen them as hollowed out things, like those little loaf things. So oh, maybe you push it down. Wait, it doesn't say. Season with butter, oil, and honey, then toast in an oven. I mean, there is a video which we can't watch right now, so maybe they do show it being hollowed out. But the instructions. Oh, I've can't personally. Wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Well. Oh. Oh, because oh. you cut it like. Oh. No, no. This is too much bread. Bread is not. You do not the, eat half a you do not eat half a loaf of bread. No. But, not by yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I also find it weird to make like a dessert out of white bread. But that's just I mean, I, I, I mean I if it's if it's American bread, Lakeel. That's true. That's true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, little bat wings. So cute. Oh, they're making bat wings. Oh yeah, I'm just realized we're on the podcast. We're not just <laughs> Yeah, I know, that's why I'm saying <laughs> Why I wasn't sure Sorry, about I'm, watching this. Well, I just needed to know if they hollowed it out. Anyways, uh, Sky, this one. This is <laughs> now, the simplest one, Rollo. This one, is this, this is probably the drink I will have with my disgusting uh, ketchup omelette. 
sky blue dye, which is milk and cream and heavy whipping cream with blue dye. Generous to call this a drink. Yeah, this is whatever this is. It looks so viscous. This, are you supposed to like... What are you supposed to do with this? Drink it. No! 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 I drink this! You'll die! It, it, it's it's yeah why the dye why the why the, I, they, I don't know why the dye because it's sky blue dye roller <laughs> why, why do I need to... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it is it is uh yeah this is just this makes me a little sick just looking at it and the worst part is I'm that gonna... it's you have whole milk whipped cream and then heavy whipping cream can you imagine the fattiness mm-hmm. of this milk God help you if you're lactose intolerant. Yeah, this is how you kill lactose intolerant people. You, you serve them this. This, in addition You'll to Mikhail probably weeks. making this, I'm probably going to have one of these during the fan fest, rather. Mm. So the thing, like, I would understand if this was kind of like, uh, like a cream, like kind of like a buttercream kind of thing, like like maybe you put on cakes, mm-hmm. like it's kind of a little thick like that. This is just dyed, whipped, heavy whipped milk mixed with whole milk. Yeah. I. Yeah. This doesn't taste good. (laughs) It's going to taste like milk and cream. There's no, like, yeah. Which is vile, I feel like. It's, it's, yeah. I I like, I like milk. I love milk. I love cream. I don't want to drink them together, you know? That's, there's a (laughs) point where it's just, you know, too fat. I I don't want It's not even a shake. It's not even a shake. If it was a shake, yeah. Totally get it. There's no fucking ingredients. It's just milk. No, there's cream in there too. Yeah, there's whipped there's whipped cream though. You put whipped cream in there, so I guess it gets a little airy. You see, puts the whipped cream yeah, in. Then, and what's then... this gonna taste like? It's gonna taste like milk. <laughs> then it's gonna taste like it's gonna taste like thick milk. Yeah, thick, thick airy milk. Uh, you could have easily made this like a smoothie. It's something. Yeah, that, no. I, th- I think that's what <laughs> baffles me the most is that there's no flavor added to the milk. Yeah. Why yes, not like you... make it like I mean uh, it's blue dye, so maybe blueberry milk or yeah. something. But this is you could just have easily put vanilla extract. Yes. Some, some, yeah. That would probably be like edible. <laughs> yeah. Look at us, the chefs, discussing how to improve this recipe. <laughs> What? What? Like maniac was like? Yeah. yeah we're gonna put this this is this is just what I like to call show food. It's like food that's not meant to be eaten. It's just we can yeah. make it, so why not? Uh, so there you go. This one, this one's funny for one specific reason. This is mud pie chocolate plate, and the funny thing here is that it is literally just calling for one slice of chocolate cake in it. It doesn't even <laughs> expect it you to make the cake. You just Her need to Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> is an interesting recipe, but it's cute. It's got a mud pie uh, thing uh, on it. Um, can we do like during Fan Fest, can we all please have like the blue dye together? Like <laughs> celebrate. How could you like, you're expect us to make that in like our hotel room? How no, gonna... I mean on the oh, stream. This on the stream. I, oh, yeah, I, I mean, we, I thought you meant just... like because we're not. I'm like we're not going to be together and like. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. 
Yeah, let's just chug. Let's we'll, let's we'll chug, chug, chug it. Let's chug it, it on the stream. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. I'll get some milk. <laughs> Awful. I hate milk, by the way. I fucking hate that shit. You hate milk? I don't like it. We're not having this discussion. <laughs> yeah, this is not the time for this discussion. <laughs> uh, the last recipe is Ardbert, the first, the first warrior of light, which is a drink um, with... Um, this looks like it'd be very good with like a little bit of vodka in it. Of course, the drunk. The drunk. <laughs> of speaks, course, the you drunk would is say. Oh, sincerely, that it seems like a nice cocktail, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. I mean, yes. Um, yeah. It is not though in this recipe. It is uh, grape juice, grapes. It's a grape drink. Syrup. Yeah, uh, and raspberry sauce as well. Uh, so it has. Yeah, no, it has yeah red grape juice and uh, grape syrup and okay. raspberry sauce. What, where are you supposed to get the Ardbear's Axe cookie? Oh, wouldn't it great be, question! Wouldn't it be the best thing <laughs> if they had like a link to the Scranix store? <laughs> Can we see a little bit of video? I just want to see. Like, is it just like? Is it, yeah. they, they just print a cookie? So they just make a cookie and put like a little edible sticker on there. Let's get to the end. That's probably what it is. I don't think they're going to show where it comes from. <laughs> this comes up yeah. from off screen. It just, it just appeared. <laughs> All right. There it is. Mm. Oh, these are just from their cafe. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They are from the Eurasia Cafe. Okay. Well, mm. there you go. All right. What uh, a lineup. Yes. Okay. Uh, these are all available at the actual cafe. Who, who are these maniacs? That are ordering sky blue dye. <laughs> Who goes to a restaurant and orders milk? <laughs> Hello. Um, I'd like I'd, some no. uh, milk. <laughs> Excuse me. I think we know someone that would order milk at a restaurant. That's true. Uh, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Um, that's um, that's it for uh, fan fest stuff. So main story. This is the interview that Frosty did with Naoki Yoshida. Um, so uh, I think we'll just jump into the question. Uh, the questions. Uh, Hello, Yoshida-san. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my questions. Uh, I'd like to first post a few. There's also a video of this, by the way, that you can watch okay. uh, on Frosty's mm -hmm. channel. So make sure you go video, Which will probably that. be linked in the description. It will. Both the text version and the video will be linked in the description. Um, hello, Yoshida-san. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my questions. I'd like to first post a few topics from the raiding community. Did you and the development team watch players progress through and solve the mechanics in Delubrum Regine Savage on the first clears following release? If so, what was your reaction or thoughts in regards to how the first groups completed the content? Did anything surprise you or catch your attention in particular? Uh, Yoshida says, uh, thank you, as always, for your support. There are quite a few Japanese players who watch Mog Talk, and I'm sure they look forward to new episodes of the show as we do. Now, on to the questions. We always watch along as players take on new content. With Delubrum Regine, I was surprised at how quickly players discovered the secret of the mini trap. I believe people may have been able to guess the secret since there was a somewhat similar hidden mechanic in the Baldessian arsenal. But even so, I was simply amazed by our players' power of uh, observation. Hats off to them. Next time we develop content like BA or DR, I'll make sure there is more of a twist to these kinds of things. Because this was the first 48-person high-difficulty raid in the game, many of the boss fight mechanics were intended to be handled by each individual. 
While that was a deliberate choice, next time I'm thinking of adding more mechanics uh, that need to be handled by groups. Evil grin. Um, I love coordinating <clears throat> with 48 people. <laughs> Come on, stack, please. I mean, it would be fun if it was like actually coordinated, but I have never done that, so I... No. I don't want to be in the Discord call with 48 other people <laughs> yelling. Yeah. I don't want to be in the, in That's the new... a lot. How do you even maintain there? I wish I could try it once just to like understand how it works. Cause to me, 48 people in a call, that's a lot of people, potential voices. Are they, do they have like leaders? No, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's just like, there's like party mm. or are unmuted and oh, okay. everyone else just listens in or whatever. Okay. Right. Uh, why, why is it that anything that is over, that is, it requires significant numbers of people to coordinate and is supposed to be high-level content. Always comes with a penalty for failing. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's a penalty it's not, for not coordinating correctly. I mean, you don't de-level when you wipe in Savage. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I mean, I guess that's part of that difficulty thing. That's part of that content, I guess. Um... All right. Um, the secret of the mini trap. What was that? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Room... Because none, none of us ever did it. Um, we unlocked it, Rollo, but we never did it. <clears throat> yeah. Because we were waiting for the others, and it Though, never happened. Yeah. I think they're talking about Delubrin, though, aren't they? No. Oh, sorry. That's Delu. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, he brought up. Uh, there's a similar hidden mechanic in the Baldessian arsenal. It says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, Delubrum uh, we never did either. Um, but, quickly, on a related note, if you unlock Delubrum, I don't know if they'll fix it yet, <laughs> there is a text error where it says something, and then it says, this has been changed to fit the style guide. Oh. It has not been removed. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. So <laughs> uh, sorry, I said we didn't do Delubrum. We have done Delubrum. I was thinking the ex the Savage version is the one we haven't done. But that's not 48, is it? That's small, right? No. Wait. <laughs> Delubrum normal is 24. Savage is 48. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how it was. Okay. Um, right. Um, next question. Are there any additional types of content or additions to existing content you have considered introducing with Endwalker or beyond for players who like challenging raid content? Well, we currently do have Savage and Ultimate raids, and occasionally another type of large-scale challenge like BA or DR Savage, I'd be curious to know the stance on bringing new challenging content to the game, perhaps something like Savage Difficulty Dungeons. Um... Yoshida says, I'd like to refrain from giving away too many specifics at this time, but I think the, ca the chances of doing large-scale challenging content is greater than creating high-difficulty content meant for smaller groups. It's not that we are unable to create high-difficulty content for small groups, but currently I'm a bit more hesitant with that direction overall. In the case of a four-player high-difficulty dungeon, there is much less room for players to work with there's much less room for players to work with when it comes to party deaths or mistakes. If even a single party member is incapacitated or makes a mistake, it will invariably lead to a wipe, uh, with not much leeway to save the run or come up with a creative solution. Another major reason is because our community continues to grow, naturally, this is bringing in many casual players, and I believe that, that when looking at the bigger pictures, large-scale content will be easier for all players to get into. 
If anything, one possibility might be high difficulty floors of the Deep Dungeon series, but please stay tuned for future announcements. This is an interesting thing he's just said. Uh, this is this is an increasing uh, worry that uh, mm -hmm. higher difficulty content is being not prioritized to instead prioritize stuff that is easier to do for casual players. It's the endless discussion in all MMOs, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Just, I would also, why yeah. can't you have entry-level hard content with four people, with like your friends or mm -hmm. a party finder? That seems... uh, we've been yeah. asking for four-level, oh. high-level content since A Realm Reborn. <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's weird the why closest... why they don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. The closest we have is um, what's it called? The Great Hunt. Rathalos. Rathalos. Yeah, Rathalos. yeah, the Great Hunt. Yeah. Um, I think people care. Like he's, I understand that like if you lose a person in a four man party, it is a bigger penalty when you're at doing high level content. But in, I feel like a four man group is more. Like you're more likely to be doing it with people that you know, yeah. so it's less likely you're you're not going to be yelling at strangers no. in the same way that you possibly might if you were doing it with four randoms. But you're not doing it with four randoms; you're doing it with four people that you're comfortable with yeah. for the most part. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not like you have to. You don't have to use like the duty finder <laughs> right. to uh, for this f savage content where you like you're scared of strangers. Yeah. Um, but I don't, like, I feel like it'd be such a good introduction to get people from, you know, more casual four man content or eight man trials mm -hmm. or whatever extremes. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you, here's here's something a little harder with four people that's easier for you to parse yeah. because you there's just less shit on the screen because there's less people. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe your uh, encounter is a little bit smaller too. So it's like, but it's still like challenging with mechanics and all that. So you're still. Mm -hmm you're still being challenged but um yeah i don't know you're also, a shame you're also more likely to be able to get four people that you know together to do that kind of content whereas the more people you add the more likely you are to have to rely on other people that you don't necessarily feel comfortable with yeah right. yeah yeah it's it's i mean yeah it's 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 frustrating because we've kind of disappointing with the yeah. deep dungeon stuff too. I don't want harder deep dungeon. Also, <laughs> deep dungeons aren't even diff aren't the difficult parts. The mobs. Yeah, yeah. And I just I, in its current state, I would say I would not get a lot of value from having a more difficult deep dungeon. And deep dungeons are so I'm sorry, but deep dungeons get boring after a while. They're they're the uh, same floors, they look the same. It's just the same mobs, they just they hit harder. Uh, mm -hmm. and then there's traps that will randomly kill you. And that's the deep dungeon. <laughs> uh, like if, if they change up deep dungeon next expansion and it's actually worth it to go in there. I'll totally like take my word back and be like, all right, this but, is cool. But think about it. But, they didn't even introduce Deep Dungeon in this expansion. Like we don't even have that yeah. four man content. It's it's weird how they think casuals like bigger parties where they can like blend in more. No, I just I feel like I mean, they want yeah. <laughs> they want they want their mistakes to be ignorable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. As a 
I mean, okay, maybe I'm not casual, but I think I'm a definitely casual. I'm I'm ca- mid core. Mid core is the word I was looking <laughs> for. Uh, but the I, I feel like I I lean casual, but I I don't want just that. I don't want to just be a tiny ant in a giant ant colony flying mm-hmm. around in this massive map. Uh, <laughs> mm. that's, what 20, that's what 24 mans are for. Like, yeah, all right, know, yeah. what I'm, I'm, I'm the big drone in the, in the big old uh, meatball of damage. Yeah. I do my thing. I have my, I get my drop. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, pay attention. Cause sometimes know, that's good to have content like that where you can be, you know, anonymous and you can fuck yeah. up and die without everyone raging at you uh zayner is right in the chat too that it's like you you'll still get fucking blamed if you die in like savage content with yeah. eight hands yeah you can't yeah. you can't cheese your way through that so and get yeah because he's essentially saying if you die in yeah any savage well let's say uh what's the current tier now i cannot remember where we are in the savage we haven't i haven't rated in a very long time <laughs> eden's promise eden's promise the last boss uh, at launch, if you die, let's say you're a white mage, you die. I think you're gonna get a little flack from your raid team if you die on a, <laughs> yeah. on a stupid mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. That's just part of raiding. Uh, is that you? You need to coordinate, and if you fuck up, you fuck. I mean, yeah. You don't have to shout at your teammates. You don't have to be a toxic yeah. raid team. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's I, a completely I, different thing. But yeah. Um, I hope one day he kind of thinks, walks, many walks is kind of thinking back or thinks about it differently because <clears throat> eight man rating isn't always what I'm into. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I want to have to find eight people or get eight to seven other people geared up. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they are my friends or aren't or party finder pugs. It's, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I find I find his answer to be confusing, but uh, whatever. Well, uh, maybe I don't know. Yoshi P. Sometimes he says weird things. Okay, question. Uh, next if, question. Yeah. If the also even if they made dungeons, remember when they were as difficult as like Pharaoh Sirius at launch? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Pharaoh Sirius. I mean, it was. To be fair, Pharaoh series was released as a normal dungeon, so it, it had it been released as like, oh, this is a new tier of dungeon, this is like hardcore yeah. dungeons, then yeah, that would definitely work, but <laughs> releasing it as a normal dungeon, god, the <laughs> yeah. screams of the people I was in, like, doing it with, where we had to abandon because time ran out, we didn't even yeah. make it to Siren in time, it was crazy. Yeah, I don't think you should put that in, like, your <laughs> daily roulette, probably yeah. not, <laughs> but... Yeah. If it's an option to do content similar to that yeah. on a weekly or daily schedule, I, you know, there's, I think there's an audience for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, try it. They like trying stuff. Why are they so afraid of trying yeah. this? Those came out because pretty good. people hated yeah. it back then and they thought, oh, we'll never do it again. You did it wrong. You did it wrong. <laughs> you did do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, is there any chance we will see challenge achievements implemented for savage traits in the future? For example, clearing a fight within a certain time limit or with uh, disadvantageous conditions? It seems like a feature that could extend the content in an interesting way for raiders that like to challenge themselves. This is a really... Is this mythic? 
Um, I'm not a WoW uh, okay. mage. I, 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 Neither are mage. Mythics are more for dungeons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for dungeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mythic, okay. mythic dungeons. Um, this is more like... Well, we'll get... I think this is a good question. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do feel there's room for consideration on this type of addition. And for the last year of, or so, I've been pondering some rough ideas on how this could work. I did consider the possibility of a condition to clear a certain dungeon in a spe- specified amount of time, but there are many things to consider, even something as simple as how do we determine the beginning and end? Though I suppose if we implemented a clock or timer that counts down after player en- after players enter the dungeon, it wouldn't be impossible. I will continue to look into this a bit more and give it some thought. Don't you try to make Isn't that it? like a new thing, Yoshi P, because that's definitely a 1.0 feature. Because <laughs> if you also- cleared a dungeon... Within a certain time, you got an extra chest and stuff. That, yeah. That, yeah. Also, isn't there already a timer when you enter? There is. <laughs> <laughs> there is a timer. Um, interesting, because yeah, I was gonna say when I saw this um, quest. Oh, a question. My my back background lights just continuously follow. It's because of my Roomba. I left my okay. my Roomba got stuck in the in the wiring and then it pulled it off the wall and now it won't stick back up. Anyway, okay. mm-hmm. that's some behind the scenes for you. Some drama with the with the Roomba. Um all right. Um so yeah, I thought it was an interesting thing because this uh having stuff like that was definitely the way they were going in 1.0 where they were like mm-hmm. you could do it faster, you could do it um you could you could pick rooms uh, this is for dungeons, of course. I don't think there was anything implemented for for trials, uh, like in raids like this. There were no raids. Dungeons were raids in 1.0. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Warm Vale was a raid. You're oh, just gonna have to live with I that. Don't want it. I don't... <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think that would be. I I've always missed that. I I was a little disappointed when Realm Reborn came out, and I learned that there was no. There were no additional achievements, but we've talked about how that would be annoying to getting that in a roulette, and someone's like, guys, we're getting this achievement. Mm. And then you'd be like, yeah. no, God, fuck. We have to clear the whole dungeon, and we have to do it in less than 15 minutes. Go. Mm. We're, we're doing every stop on Bright Flocks, doing every fucking yeah. mob. But we're going every, everywhere. The duty finder has changed a lot since then. Nowadays, we, I mean, we could just put that as like a, yeah, like chat says, like a tick. You could have that as like a, a you know, challenge mode. And then mm-hmm. you can queue up like that, pre, like with a preformed party. Um, I mean, we desperately need a way to keep old dungeons alive, like in a better way. Like, there's so, we have a lot of dungeons. A lot. We have a lot. More than most MMOs, I think, have, like, we have many, many dungeons. Uh, I mean, it's slowed down now that we only get one per patch or e- per every other patch, right? Which no, it's one per patch. Oh, it's one yeah. per patch. We're not that destitute right now. Oh, you just wait, friend Walker. Oh, <laughs> We're gonna get one every other patch. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, having like achievements would be great. But he's talking about raids, of course. But it could apply to mm-hmm. everything in this game. In terms of the modular challenge type thing that they're talking about, something we have now that there's no achievement for doing any of this is soloing things as soloing dungeons as a blue mage. It's actually very fun and it's very challenging. Not 
trash though. No. Only fighting the bosses is fun. Yeah. Trash is always the same. Yeah. That's yeah. the boring part of soloing as a blue mage. Yeah. You just freeze them and then you use was it shiver or whatever it's called or I, I can't remember. Ultra vibration. Ultra vibrations and then mm -hmm. But ready. like when I soloed Mist Dragon is one of the most accomplished it one of the greatest feelings of accomplishment I've felt in this game personally. Okay. You know, uh, making dungeons so, solo, like, with solo challenges in mind would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would. Um, well, he's giving it some thought. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Consider it. I, I wonder if, if he, he specifically mentioned Clara Dungeon a specifi specified amount of time, if he mentioned that, because that's the easiest to implement, because it's still in there in the code somewhere, because <laughs> yeah. it used to be part of dungeons. Um, all right, next question. Uh, when it comes to raid content, are there specific identities the team envisions for each of the DPS job roles? Melee, physical, ranged, and ranged magic. Uh, now, that we, uh, now that we can expect another melee DPS with Endwalker, which nearly balances the number of ranged and melee jobs, has the team changed the way they approach designing raids to account for the potential shift of number of players playing in these different job roles? I'm curious if the damage bonus for having each DPS role in a group has any relation to how the team feels about raid compositions and job identities. Well, you see, if you're a melee DPS, just die. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a melee DPS with positionals, just die. <laughs> Uh, okay, Yoshida says, each of the DPS roles do have a clear intended place in battle, but it would be appreciated if you can allow me to refrain from making that information public. Oh. Yeah, you st step back, sir. <laughs> the reason I ask this... <laughs> the reason I ask this is that depending on how these roles fit within a spe specific piece of content, there could be cases in which those intentions cannot be fully realized. We always strive to meet our goals for each role, but there are times where we have to deviate from these intentions or that it happens despite our best efforts. We try to adjust how much damage one can deal without making any one DPS role more advantageous than the other, but it is truly difficult to perfect this. You may have noticed this already, but starting with each piece of battle content in patch 5.4, we've been very careful to make sure we're doing additional testing to ensure melee DPS are not at too much of a disadvantage. We paid specific attention to things such as the size of the boss's hitbox and max melee range to ensure a more level playing field for the roles. When it comes to the topic of adding new jobs with an expansion pack release, both I and the development team are very particular about adding a DPS as a new job. Inevitably, uh, many players uh, prefer to play DPS jobs and deal damage. Due to this tendency, I believe it is imperative to add a DPS role to uh, entice new players as well as, satisf as satisfy existing players. Balancing out the number is based uh, on our hope that the selection does not become skewed. <sighs> yeah, I mean, makes sense. Um... I don't really have anything to add to that. It's it's stuff that he he's technically said that last part before. Um, mm -hmm. Players that come to the game, they mostly play DPS. Most people that join an MMO want to go DPS. It's the, I mean, no offense, but it is the easiest thing to do in an MMO. <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, yeah. You are you yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's the flashiest job. It's the flashiest job. It's the easiest to do, and there's less. I mean, when I say easiest, I mean it's the easiest to just like. You you go in there. You know what you're doing. You're just gonna. You're there to kill the thing, and you don't have to think about anything else. My, my job: kill everything. Uh, mm. Of course, playing your job well is another thing. That's a completely different. <laughs> yeah, um, if you're gonna be going through it for the story too, like, I mean, like, yeah, you could do it as a healer, but you're <laughs> you're hitting a lot of things, a lot of a world mob sometimes request and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And I mean, I guess, I guess tanks fine too um, mm. for that. But yeah, DPS just just play samurai, hit the fucking Madare button, and kill him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say I've heard a lot of people objecting to the fact that he claims that beginning with five point four, they've been po- placing greater consideration on how melee DPS are not at, at a disadvantage. Yeah, apparently, in case at higher levels of content. <laughs> yeah that's true um th- they yeah there you go that's that's all i have that's all i have on this um all right uh i would of course also like to ask questions uh, questions uh are pvp players maybe interested at oh i'm listening you know this is my this is our <laughs> content uh you mentioned in february the plan for new small scale pvp mode is there anything you can hint at in terms of exactly what scale small scale might be is this something just smaller than our current front lines or could this mean something as small scale or even smaller than the feast 2v2 du- duels for example well i forgot about this actually i remember i'm always down to give pvp a shot every, every single time mm-hmm Though it's let me down every single time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yoshida says, I will create an opportunity to provide more details separately, so I will avoid getting into too many details. However, generally speaking, uh, it will be much smaller than Frontline, while being at least the same or slightly larger scale than the Feast. One reason for this is that the Feast tends to put a lot of pressure and responsibility on each individual player due to how few can participate at one time. That's all I can say for the time being. Oh, but we've decided on the content's name. Nice. Why are people so afraid of the responsibility? What is this this <laughs> constant like fear? I understand. I mean, I stopped tanking because I got yelled at too much. That's why I became a white mage, which didn't really help. Got yelled yeah, at just, as much. <laughs> just the people that yelled at me changed. It was just now the tank yelling at me. But it, it, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we there are there are toxic players, but yeah. I will say the feast is where I feel the most fear of failure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, so it's so like you have to be so dialed in and like hyper focused. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's not a pleasant experience. If you tell me, but uh... but it's so sad that we're losing content because people are bad. Mm. That's how or I. Or afraid of being bad. Yeah, or afraid of being bad. Um, and then we make that thing and it's in the feast now where you can't communicate right yeah you can only use but then people find ways to abuse that good job remember everyone just used good job (laughs) and that became like a harassment thing yeah um i don't know i i want 14 to have good pvp but uh, front lines is too big and that makes it feel like the damage meatball where i don't contribute anything right and nothing i do matters the feast is too small and very 
<laughs> it's very like like I said, you have to be so hyper focused, and it doesn't. It also feels like I'm not doing anything at the same time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like just being the DPS and just hitting the healer, hitting the healer. I think hit, you're healing. You're hitting the healer. The tanks yanked you away. You're back on the healer. You're hitting the healer. They've healed themselves. That's what it feels like every single time. And I'm like, please, this given pull just sucks, and it feels like I'm never winning. Yeah. Well, I'm not good at PvP, so I'll fully admit that maybe I'm just that bad. Well, we played... Rollo, you were, well, you're not there. No, you weren't no. there, I think. We, we did play before in the Feast. Mm. Like, oh, we lost miracle. miserably, because there was like a yeah. pro <laughs> PvP team there. And we, we, were we played them like three times! Yeah. We queued up! Yeah. Every single time, it was just them! It was always them. <laughs> it was horrible, actually. But when we played it last time, that was quite fun. Uh, because we were playing against viewers... That's true. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, well, we were playing against viewers, which could be worse because they could just stream snipe us and know what we were talking about. Yeah, but they couldn't communicate with each other, so that That's was true. their disadvantage. That's true. Were you guys doing the feast? Yeah. We were doing the feast. I mean, why would it matter? Because you're just... it. <laughs> what are you guys going to say to each other aside from hit the healer? Let's say who... Well, so... well you, you don't just hit the healer. <laughs> There's... <laughs> <laughs> there are other avenues, but yeah. Um, as professional PvP players, uh, we won <laughs> one match or two. Do women? No, it's just one. We won. We won one, and then we're like, oh, "That's it. We succeeded." Yeah. <laughs> you don't get a second. You don't get a second chance. <laughs> um, I that if you think, if you think front lines is too big and the face is too small, what do you think of rival wings roller? I think it's almost just right. I still think. It's too big because of the size of the map and the size of the teams. I I almost kind of wish it was like one lane eight v eight. That you could be Rams. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I feel like that might be super fucking boring. This is just off the top of my head, so I could be out of my mind and so wrong. But I. I like PvP to where, like, it feels like what I'm doing matters, whether it be damage, tank stuff, or, you know, healing. And also, <laughs> I want it to, like, if I die, I don't want it to be the end of the world. Right. Which I know sounds like the complaint of, like, what he was saying about raids. Yeah. <laughs> For, like, small stuff. But I feel like PvP is kind of a different beast, and I feel like you can get some fun mechanics in there with, like, you know, the mechs, the mm -hmm. the uh, the other side objectives. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I I don't know, just make payload in in, <laughs> in, in PvP. <laughs> I know I compare it to like ARAMs in uh, uh, Dota or actually I don't know if that's what they call in Dota or, in, or League of Legends but I think one where there is one top lane and one like un lower lane I think could work so two as lanes? your or just two lanes yeah, yeah. Or, like, it's not, not even because like Rival Wings is three lanes right now and then there's the jungle yeah. Um, yeah. so my idea would be the top lane and then the jungle <laughs> oh okay yeah I like I think you could do a lot more interesting stuff with PvP with side objectives. And Rival Wings almost gets there for me with like the fuel stuff, 
and mm-hmm. it's almost there, but it's just, it feels like it's still, it still feels like a Zerg rush most of the time for me. Yeah. And just being part of the meatball isn't fun. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Rival, uh, we've talked about Rival Wings many times. It's weird, strange content that they never, they don't show enough love. It has, like we said, it no. has a lot of potential. I don't know why they're not working on it. They're, they're just we adding... Last yeah, go on. We last got an update in 4.5. Yeah. Ooh, it has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's they didn't touch too it long. at all this expense. Nope. They uh, definitely talked about it, too. Do you remember that leading up to Shadowbreakers? People asking about PvP, and they're like, yeah, we got some stuff planned. Yes. And the, well, was it for Shadowbring? Oh, they might have just gone I for the vague, they... yeah, no. down the line. I thought they said that they, they had plans for PvP, and that's how we yeah. got the, the front new front lines, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and when was the last time we saw the other map? Because they've, we can't really play that anymore, can we? Astragalos, we can't play on it. I don't it was think they're going to re-release they it until... Never fixed it. It's, yeah, they're not going to re-release until it's either fixed or it's just never going to get re-released. Yeah, exactly. They're never going to fix it, so we're just never going to get it back. It's wild. Right. Back Astralgos, but like rework Actual it. lost content. That's a war <laughs> episode. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, unlike, unlike the other face maps, you can't even enter it for fun. No. 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 All right. You also mentioned... Like- yeah, go on. I was saying it, it was a nicely designed map though. It was, yeah. It was. It you had, you nice. could see um, Idleshire in the background as well. It's mm. really cool. Uh, all right. Uh, you also mentioned this PvP content might be a bit more casual, but will there be still be room for those who want challenging PvP content with rankings? Uh, will this content feature any sort of leaderboard or competitive aspect that current Feast players can look forward to? Yoshida says, I do feel that an element of competition is very important, so I would like to continue supporting that aspect moving forward. Furthermore, I plan on implementing a new reward system in order to increase the number of competitors joining. Okay. Uh, he talked around that uh, he, That was a classic this, this, Yoshida this, answer. Yeah, this, this new content is not getting rankings, is no. what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. So, all, all honesty... I want I want people I want you two to tell me how you feel about it. I want people to chat, I guess comments to tell me about it. Do you guys care about like leaderboards, like with no, like uh, do you get something from being like on the top one hundred on your server? No, like is that no. Yeah, but not you for do. PvP. Not for PvP. Okay. I definitely I don't care. Okay. Very much enjoy being one of the top twenty-five. Palace of the Dead scholars in Crystal. Okay. But yeah, I don't. I it, I have no interest yeah. in being on any list. And this is with no rewards in mind, just like the act of competition to be on the leaderboard. Yeah. Mm. I I I can't remember if I said this last stream or not, but when XIVDB or this last podcast, when 14 think- DB still existed, I did mention it. Okay, then I won't yeah. repeat myself. Oh, you it again. <laughs> I just think it's fucking insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just wanted. I liked being in the top 100 of people with, of achievement points on Goblin. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Um, uh, lastly, I will ask a few selfish questions on content I am interested in. I'm definitely excited for new content coming to Gold Saucer, but I can't help but wonder if any of the older content will see any updates, such as Chocobo Racing. 
You've told me previously Chocobo Racing was created by just one team member who now uh, is a part of the raid development team. Do you ever think to give a newbie developer a chance to make a new map for it? That needs more than a new map. It needs... He's reprogramming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yashida says, honestly, there is so much content available currently that we have not been able to dedicate resources to maintain or update all of it. Grimace. However, we were able to uh, allocate resources to updating Triple Triad, and I think that we are in a good spot with that now. I've been thinking about what we should work on next, so I'll keep that in mind as a candidate. And then he laughs. He's like, ha, 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 no. <laughs> have you considered uh, triple triad <laughs> i agree with him triple triad is in a good place hmm. so I actually have that... Is that... where is chocobo racing right now where are the fans at aside from frosty <laughs> mela aside from <laughs> i haven't done chocobo ra racing in a long time i did it once i experienced that lag and I was like, never again. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. why are there lanes? What, like, yeah, it was so what? disappointing because I remember when they first teased it, it was so, they were so coy about how it actually worked. They were like, like there were trailers for it. And there were like, I believe there were separate trailers for Chocobo Racing alone for, for 14. And, it never showed any like actual like real like it was the shots were always very short from like the player I perspective mean, uh and then when i got in i'm like oh finally <laughs> lanes lanes <laughs> like weird like fatigue meters and it was just weird yeah it's just yeah, a weird system just fuck this crazy uh bad lane the player input shit mm. just make it like horse racing as in, like, you read your chocobo yeah. and you watch it race. Yeah. Maybe like the Chow Garden races from like, Sonic. Like 11. Exactly. Same thing, Roller. That would be so much better. That's what That's what they had in 11. You would... you would I Was breeding in 11? I'm mixing games. But I know that in chocobo racing, you you literally watched, like, a, a, a thing and the chocobo ran and that was the race. You didn't have to control anything. Uh... I don't know. They went for like, oh, but what if you were in control? But not really, because it's spaghetti, spaghetti. It's horrible. Uh, it's just, it's because you, you press the button to jump to get the power up, right? You go, you press it, and then... The <laughs> power up is done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pre-jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's so bad. That's like, that's... It's incredible that it's never been fixed you you literally have to jump like you here's the here's the thing right and he, it's up here and here you are you have to start jumping here <laughs> to get the thing it's, it's crazy a delay is insane like i get you have to compensate for like you know just delay in general because yeah. it's an mmo and there's that emerald connections is amazing <laughs> but yeah it's like a Three second delay on a jump? Yeah, yeah, it's wild. I insane, yeah. insane. I mean, yeah, I know that I'm about to make a comparison to like a dedicated kart racer, but Mario Kart Eight unfair. Has, <laughs> as this is unfair. Yeah, but Mario Kart Eight, whatever you see, is local, 
and then everything around you is like on a slight delay mm-hmm. it would be nice that would be nice <laughs> yeah 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 uh all right so last question Right. It's not going to get any uh, less cursed with the questions here. I've enjoyed the Lord oh. of her minion <laughs> and, its use of, and its use of minions to create an RTS-like minigame. Is there any chance we will see minions used similarly in other minigames? Something I always thought would be fun is a 1v1 minigame using a turn-based battle system similar to Final Fantasy Tactics. That would be 1v1 cool. minigame using a turn-based battle system similar to Tactics? That's not what Tactics is, though. He's saying that like it, it'll be based on that. Not 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 that tactics is like that. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or uh, war of the uh, visions or whatever. If you play the fucking gotcha game, yep. that has PvP. Yeah. Thank God we got to mention another gotcha game on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another one for me. <laughs> I think that's a very interesting idea. But in order to make it like the masterpiece that is Final Fantasy Tactics, we would require significant... Of course sens- you'd say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we would require significant sensibilities in battle and level design. That being said, I've always wanted to create some kind of content using minions or a card battle game that's different from Triple Triad or even content that utilizes the Gambit system. What? <laughs> that'd be crazy you know what if you if you can do no if you can make the gambit system work in 2014 as like a side minigame thing yes do it i want to now no 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 you must never target foe no no and then they'll be like we would have oh god oh god and then they have to buy the gambits with like mgp Oh this my is... god. Okay. For context for people who don't know, Lakeel just finished playing 12 yeah. on stream. Yeah. We've had enough of the Gambit system. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've had my fill of Gambits. Um, uh, yeah, but he's definitely. Okay, so I'm definitely looking into the possibilities. I'm trying to consider ways that will make things like these fundamentally easier to implement, but it will require years of preparations. So I hope you don't mind a bit of a wait. On the topic of Lord of a Minion and Chocobo Racing, they made good trailers for Gold Saucer content they back did. in the day. They really pushed Gold Saucer uh, uh, for a while. And then it's funny because the two things that they really advertised a lot were the two things that failed. Lord of a Minion yes. and Chocobo Racing. <laughs> because they yeah. were the two instance things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, they have gotten much better at making instance things, which are the two gates that they added, Leap of Faith and um, Air, F- uh, yeah. Air Force One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just port over Final Fantasy, uh, War of the Visions, the hit mobile gotcha game. Shut up! Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. You you open you you go to the table in in the gold sauce in fourteen. It opens up an Android emulator, and then you just have to play. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good combat system. Sincerely, I like it. Mm. I mean, it's just tactics, but like pocket tactics almost. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, well, uh, th- okay. That's it. That's the main. That's it. We don't have time for Mogmail, and that means we oh. won't have mo- time for Mogmail. For a very long time, so I'm. Uh, what you don't? Want... Yeah, I didn't hear you. Your voice cut out. <laughs> what you, you don't say? want to do one mug mail. Yeah, which one? Now we have to pick. 
the first one. The first one we've read, so uh, the, it has to be the second one then. That's what I meant. Yeah. All right. Uh, here is... Here's Mogmail. I also want to say that because of this, because we won't be able to read Mogmail for a long time, we are going to have to discard a lot of Mogmail that we've received uh, because they're probably going to be outdated after FanFest. So We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Which just yeah. there has not been enough time to do that this recently. So um, that's just how it is. Uh, let's jump into Mogmail. We did it. All right. This one's Yay. from Skitty Sawatari from Moogle. Hi, every nyan. <laughs> <laughs> so with the sad news that Garlemald is going to be ruins by the time we finally see it, I think it will sadly uh, it will sadly just be an overworld zone with trash mobs and maybe a few side quests rather than a city. So that being said, Kupo, would you rather it be a dungeon like the Stormblood dungeon we shall not name or an overworld zone with nothing but trash mobs? Thanks for the content and keep safe in the global health crisis, Kupo. Thank you, Skiddy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we've we have talked about this before. Um, you, Skiddy. Why? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, we, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I can't fix it. No. Okay. okay. Never uh, mind. <laughs> start poking at your email. Oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> th yeah. Um, I think this is probably likely. <laughs> I don't know if uh, we're never gonna get. I don't think it'll be. A, maybe part of Garlemald is going to be a dungeon, like when it all possibly. goes down. Probably, but I mean, I think the subway area is. Yeah, I think that's right. what they showed us. Yeah, but I think the rest of it will be a zone. It could be like the uh, the the subway thing could be the entry point to the Garlemald, perhaps mm -hmm. using the the tunnels. Um, uh, yeah. The overall area it'd be it wouldn't be as exciting as a dungeon i guess uh but you'd probably find some neat stuff hidden in some nice uh vistas for mm -hmm. <laughs> your paintings if it, the problem for me is that if it if it ends up just being a dungeon there's a lot less you can do with it like if we have an overworld they can continuously add stuff to it we can get like side quests for more lore dumps yeah, yeah. um the garlean like beast that. tribe garlean beast <laughs> tribe yeah um yeah no i want it to be an overworld thing but i'm not mm. against the idea of having a section being a dungeon as well as long as we get yeah. the rest of garland mold it's yeah. horrible i'm sure it's a big I mean, place yeah it's oh it should be it's the imperial capital or i mean it's it's yeah it's must be huge maybe they'll make like the suburbs the or outskirts right because because it, it looks like the center of the capital is a bit fucked, like too fucked. Yeah. So we might not be able to go there, but yeah. I would like like a section that's based on the train graveyard from Seven. That'd mm -hmm. be cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Uh, Overworld zone for all three of us. Um, thank you, Skitty. Um, sorry, it took Basically, so long. I'm vaccinated too, so. Yeah, true. Can't One of three speakers vaccinated. <laughs> First um, one to mm -hmm. and have COVID and first one to... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What an achievement. What a great achievements, Rollo. Uh, I know. I know. Well, <laughs> all right. That's it for... 
That's it for the show, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching. Remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxav, twitch.tv slash speakersofile, and youtube.com slash speakersxav, exclamation. Discord in chat if you want to join our Discord server. If you're watching on demand, links in the description. Uh, excellent. Um, whatever. You know how to do it. All right. We'll see you later, everyone. Uh, stay tuned for the post show. Uh, we'll, be watch uh, we'll be answering questions from the syndicate. <laughs> Fuck, I need to get out of here. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. to an episode of Speakers of Fidelum, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.